and welcome to NSDA, The Bus Stop. This is the official podcast of the National School Transportation Association. I am Kurt Mackison, Executive Director. And on a special edition of The Bus Stop, I have two guests today, both familiar faces. One is John Benish, NSTA immediate past president and COO of Cook, Illinois, and Karina Noble, the incoming NSTA president, and she's senior vice president communications and external affairs at National Express. So, John and Karina, welcome to the bus stop. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks, Kurt. Now, this is great. Uh, as you know, this week in Milwaukee, uh, we're transitioning. John served two years as president of NSTA, and then we're welcoming Karina as the second female president of NSTA. So it's an exciting week for us. And I think it's good because I kind of do a retrospective of two years ago, John, and you were essentially handed the gavel in Austin, Texas, and had to shoot out the door with your wife, Christy, to head to Washington, D.C. And in some respects, it seems like a long time ago, but in other respects, it seems like just yesterday. So what, you know, what are your recollections of, you know, taking over at that point? And of course, you know, the first big thing you did was testifying before the House Transportation and Infrastructure Committee. Boy, yeah, you're right. That does seem like a long time ago. That was an interesting day. I remember working with you and Becky trying to get prepared and then sitting down and going over those questions and everything. So that was, it was a great learning experience and probably something, I don't know if I would want to do that all over again, but it was really interesting to see how that process works in Washington and how they had people from, uh, you know, we had somebody from the union, we had some from NHTSA and a couple other people on the panel with me. So that was very interesting. But then it certainly went fast after that because we went right into the pandemic. In fact, people are calling me the pandemic president, but it was interesting. <laughs> and we just had a, just a lot of phone calls over the last, what, 18, 20, 24 months. And then not a lot of meetings, but definitely a lot of phone calls. So I, I, you know, I do believe even though we had to go through so much with the pandemic, it kind of brought the group, you know, the NSTA together. And we did qu accomplish quite a bit, even though we were kind of cooped up and had to do everything via the phone or Zoom. So it was, um, it was definitely not what I expected, but it, it did. I do think we, you know, we did get a lot done. Yeah. And, and for Karina, John talked about, you know, having to, you know, head to Washington, D.C. and it being a learning experience, but you're a little bit of an old hat when it comes to, to GR and, you know, serve the GR chair, you know, for a while. Now you're transitioning to president. So why don't you take a few moments and talk about your new role and, and transitioning from GR chair to becoming president and how that's probably a good asset to have. Yeah, it is. A, it's a really good asset because in GR, as John said, you really do get to see a lot of what's going on. And so he got to see that firsthand in D.C. And really, John, I know we've said it before, but there wasn't anybody better to represent our industry. And you did such a great job there. So thanks for that. And I think a lot of us board members and officers were real happy that it was you and not us. Um, yeah. but, with, <laughs> but with the perspective <laughs> on, on GR... Uh, you really get to understand what makes us tick. And especially during the pandemic, we could all see just how important government relations is. I know it's one of the key member benefits for our group. And this is why we pull together, because having a stronger voice in D.C. 
only makes us more effective and we've got work with prime policy there. So knowing how all of that works, I think it, it will really help me transition into the presidency, but then it's, I'm going to hand that over to Bree, who I know is going to do a great job back in the chair there, but that'll give me more time to learn more and focus more on, you know, membership and strategic planning, for example. Yeah, for sure. So, so John, you know, we, we, you and I have had actually a quite a ride over the past two years I'm just wondering if anything in particular stands out, you know, outside of the, the pandemic, which I think all of us have Zoom call fatigue and pandemic talk fatigue uh, as well. But is there anything that, that you can think of that's, that stands out in terms of uh, what we've accomplished over the past two years? You know, I will say as being, you know, not only working at a bus company, but being a part owner at one, I will say sometime, let's see, March, April, May and June, you know, it really got a little concerning, especially in the fall when the schools were not going back. You know, we we thought as a group, and I know individually in, in, inside my company, we thought this might be a break of maybe two or three weeks and that we were going to be off and kind of let it pass. But as the pandemic became more severe, severe, and not only stretched, you know, throughout the United States, but all over the world, it really got concerning. And I remember running, driving through a couple of my companies and looking at all the yellows buses and saying, gosh, you know, we owe money on all this. We have to pay somebody. How are, how are we going to get this done? What are we going to do with the employees? And I just remember just, you know, everybody kind of grouped together. I remember talking to so many different people, not only the common people, you know, like Karina and you and, um, you know, the, the other people that have been on NSTA for so many years and kind of collectively coming up with a plan. But it was nice, too, that we did get some different people, you know, to join and or to consult with us. And that kind of pulled everybody together because really there was nobody to talk to about this. We've never done it before, had no idea what we were doing. It changed almost by the hour. I remember sometimes we meet two or three times a day because things change so quickly. And so it was it was, you know, very scary for a while, and but it, it kind of made people get things done and, grew, and work as a group and work as an industry, not only with, you know, you guys at RC Kelly, but which uh, with Becky and, and her group and trying to get things done. So it kind of got to the point where we were almost to the point where we had to get things done to get things accomplished. And we were going to, you know, to get through this together. So it was kind of a bonding process, I guess, to say the least, but I, I will say it's, it's sometimes it was pretty scary. It's interesting, you know, you mentioned that because I, I think it was on a phone call with you when you when I caught you out in the bus yard and you were talking about it, how are we going to pay for all this? So, yeah, we, we definitely went through some you know tough times together, but I think we'll, we'll come out stronger in the end. Karina, I think one of the things that people might not see is the fact that a, a lot of the activity happens behind the scenes. So we see the GR committee calls, we see the GR committee meetings, we see the board of directors meetings live, but there are also times where serving, you serving as a, a chair and as president-elect and being on executive committee calls and even us doing a weekly uh, leadership call really you know, helps open the lines of communication and really one of the pillars of preparing you for your new role. So maybe you want to take a second and, and you know, talk about what goes on behind the scenes and which then culminates with, you know, you becoming president. Yeah, that's a good point, Kurt. There's behind the scenes, no shortage of work being done. 
But what's required is collaboration and um, well-intended collaboration. What I mean by that is we there are so many different groups who need to work together and people, whether we're working with Prime Policy or you or Alec to try to get all of the documents together and know what's going on, but then trying to align our, our views and make sure that the views of the mid-discipline contractors are represented and the views of the bigger contractors are represented. And as we're all trying to seek the same relief and the same end goal is making sure that everybody is represented, everybody has a voice, everybody feels that their voice is being heard. And that's just a lot of, a lot of as John had said, a lot of conversations, a lot of Zoom calls, a lot of checking. I think it's that collaboration that has given us and led to so much success on the GR front, hopefully will help me as the president of NSTA because collaboration is going to be even more important going forward. John had said, I think the quote was that really the pandemic brought the group together. And I strongly agree with that. We have such a strong momentum. We really had to work together side by side to make things happen, to support each other, to get the relief that we needed and to make sure that our voice was heard so that we could get that relief. But we need to to now carry through that momentum. And that's going to be what Dan and I and Patrick will be focused on and will be seeking support from John and Blake and those who've gone before us is how do we make sure we make that positive momentum and we continue to make good things happen. We continue to allow different voices to be heard and make sure that everybody moving forward is all marching you know, to the same beat of the same drum, which is making sure that everybody out there understands the importance and criticality of school busing. So we've got a, we've got a tall, tall order but with the momentum behind us of everybody working together and our new members and our new board members, if we get everybody engaged, I know we'll be able to do it. But that's what we're that's what we'll be responsible for. Yeah. And you can, you know, see, you know, all these kind of different interests, you know, coming together. And it's I do think it's been um, successful in that respect. So you both have, have really mentioned that. I think one thing for John, we'd like to hear is, you know, we've gone through this pandemic, you know, what do you see your, your vision for the future of NSTA, not only of NSTA, but student transportation as well? Well, I think, you know, we've been talking about the last year or so is that things have changed so quickly with the, the, the way schools are working. You know, we saw a lot of remote learning quite a bit all over the country. Most of the schools, hopefully, it looks like they're going back in the fall. But I think we as a yellow bus industry have to constantly look for changes and to be in the right place at the right time. We all know that, you know, taking a school bus to to and from school is it's so much safer than driving your own student in your own car and or walking to school or taking a bike or, you know, definitely for high school students driving themselves. So I think it's important that we have to kind of look for those opportunities for the future, kind of change as things go on, but also too to get back to the you know to the our ground floor, which is you know su- uh, supplying a vehicle that's very very safe with a driver that's a professional that's been properly trained and vetted, and that we have to make sure that the schools still understand that the, the reason for the yellow bus for the last you know hundred years or so. And for hopefully the next hundred years in the future is that there is a, a need for it. And, you know, we really had to prove ourselves over the last 12 to 24 months, and we're going to have to continue to do that. But we have to make sure that the parents, the, the administrators, and our the students that we transport understand the need and the reason behind the yellow bus, which is, of course, is, you know, pretty much all around. It's all about safety. Yeah. And Karina, any thoughts that you have 
with respect to not only future of NSTA, but, you know, the yellow bus as well. Right. I think John's absolutely right, right? We've always had a foundation of safety. That's been our strongest message. And Kurt, you and I have talked before about improving the way in which we tell our story. And so I think this is all starting to come together now. We've got continued collaboration. Like John said, we need to be ready to adapt. And then once we do that, if we're all telling the same story, it will make our voice that much stronger and, uh, and improve and increase awareness of how special the yellow bus is, because it certainly is the safest way for kids to get to school. There's a lot more behind that. And I think that'll help us in everything we do. It's not only going to help the industry, but it will help each member company as well. Yeah. And, you know, for folks, just want to make sure everyone knows that, you know, our vision of communication doesn't just mean that that, you know, we take these podcasts and, and we go from there. So if anyone has any ideas or want to get in touch with Karina, John, or myself, you can always send us an email to info at yellowbuses.org. And, you know, we'll do the best uh, we can in terms of answering questions or, or putting you in touch with the, you know, the right person facilitating, you know, further discussions within the yellow bus industry. Before we go, I want to extend my thanks to John for two great years as president. I think we learned a lot together. I appreciate John being able to lean on you during tough times and always being accessible. And Karina, you know, we've worked together on GR. We've worked together closely over the last six or seven months with the executive committee and getting a lot done. Really looking forward to moving things to a different level with you coming on board as president. So I just want to thank you both for taking time out of your busy schedules, you know, to help us support NSTA. It is greatly appreciated. That's very nice. Thanks, Kurt. You've been a huge help. I can t- I can tell you that. Yeah, it's a lot of work, as you were mentioning, Kurt, but it's a lot of fun, and there's still more fun to be had. Great. Once again, our guest at the bus stop today, John Benish, NSTA, immediate past president, COO of Cook, Illinois Corporation, and Karina Noble. She is the NSTA president, senior vice president, communications and external affairs at National Express. John and Karina, thanks so much for taking a couple minutes and joining us at the bus stop. You're welcome. Thanks, Kurt. Thanks, John. Thanks, Kurt. Thanks. Thanks, Karina. Thank you.